Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise. And by now, if you're watching this, you've probably seen what's happening in Brisbane with, with all the, the floods. And um, first of all, if, if you've been personally affected by that or you know someone who has, my deepest con- condolences. It's just a horrible, tragic event that's happening right now in, in Brisbane. However, over the last few days, I've had a number of people reach out to me asking me, look, Nero, will the Brisbane floods reverse uh, the, the, the property boom? Okay, so I really want to do an, an episode on, on that and I want to share with you uh, data. I want to share with you where the Brisbane market is. I want to share with you my experience uh, from back in 2011, which was when the last floods were. And as you know, if you've been following me for some time, I've been investing now all around Australia for the last 20 years. So when the last floods hit, I did have some properties in, in Brisbane and I had some in, in regional uh, Queensland, okay? Um, and so I can talk from experience about what, what happened there um, as, as well. So there are a few things I definitely want to cover, but I also want to share why the floods uh, happening in 2022, why they will have a different impact to, on property prices compared to what happened in, in 2011. Okay, so first of all, uh, let's just have a look at now where the Brisbane market is in terms of its growth cycle. So here we have the CoreLogic Home Property Value Index uh, monthly indices. Okay, and this is as at the 28th of February 2022. Okay, so what you can see here is if we just compare Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, uh, Adelaide, and, and Perth, looking at capital growth rates for houses. As you know, that's really where we uh, focus on almost exclusively at, at the moment is, is houses, okay? Sydney for the last 12 months has done really well at 25.95%. Melbourne, 15%. But Brisbane, the clear winner, right, at 33.28%, okay? Far exceeding Adelaide at 28.29%. Adelaide is the second best performer um, at the moment nationwide in terms of capital cities. And then you've got Perth, which has had 8.6% uh, annual growth in, in the house market, okay? But that's for the last 12 months. If we just compare now what's happening in the last month to give you a sense of which markets are cooling and which markets are still continuing to rise, Sydney's recorded its first uh, negative month in terms of growth of, you know, point. 0.04%, okay, so it's nothing. Uh, Melbourne, uh, 0.02%, so essentially now for the last quarter, Melbourne's had virtually zero uh, growth, and I mean the last three months um, when, I, when I say that. But Brisbane, again, 2% uh, growth, okay, by far and away the, the clear winner. Adelaide doing extremely well as well at 1.56% um, uh, growth, Perth at 0.27%. Okay, so there is no doubt that Brisbane right now is the the king of capital growth uh, around the the country from a percentage perspective. And so people are starting to wonder, well, hold on, does with the floods, is that going to all all reverse? Okay, well, here's what I think is going to to, to happen, right? Number one, and this is from my experience in in, uh, 2011, and what I'm about to say might sound a little perverse, okay? I'm just sharing with you my experience and what I expect to happen from from data, okay? And that's this. I think you will see a spike in rents, all right, uh, over the next three to to 12 months, um, and that'll be what I call a flood-affected spike in rents, and then after that, rents will go back to market rents, which are rising anyway, all right? Now, the reason I say this is, is because there is already a vacancy problem in 
Brisbane. And what I mean by that is that there aren't enough properties to rent for the number of people who want to rent them. Okay, so as an investor, it's great. As a tenant, not so great. Okay, so rents are rising anyway. Now you have this situation where the floods have come and they have affected a large number of properties. Some of them uh, will need to be demolished. Others will take quite a while to, to, um, to, to repair. Okay, And so a lot of people are going to need to live somewhere. But we are now are going to have more people looking for properties to live in markets around Brisbane and suburbs around Brisbane where there was already an undersupply of available properties for rent. That means that the demand over supply from a rental perspective is going to increase and that's going to see rents uh, increase over the next uh, three to, to 12 months before coming back to where market rents are, should be, which are rising anyway. All right. I know personally some of my properties uh, experienced a rental hike of 15 to 20 percent and that wasn't me increasing the rent that was just people bidding to be able to get my rental properties okay and I expect that for many of investors who are uh, thinking about buying in Brisbane uh, or have just bought in, in Brisbane and are worried, you might be surprised at how much your rent uh, increase if you choose to, to move ahead and, and buy property. Okay, That's the, the, the first thing. Secondly though, in 2011, prices dropped after the floods. And so there are a lot of people saying, well, that's what happened then, that's what's going to happen now. All right, But let's have a look at where the Brisbane market was in its cycle back in 2011. So here we have a graph showing the median house and unit prices from December 2003 to December 2020. Okay, so let's have a look at the, the blue line, which is talking about houses. Now, as you can see, if we go back to December 2003, prices started rising and they rose quite significantly until December 27. There was a slight blip, which I expect would have been around about GFC time, uh, and then started again from 2008 hitting a peak somewhere around December 2009 to maybe mid 2010, okay? And then prices were on a slight decline. So when the floods hit in 2011, it just sort of accelerated that decline for really only the next three months after uh, the, 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 the flood, okay? And then it sort of, as you can see, uh, just kind of went flat for, for a while, okay? I mean, Brisbane prices really barely moved from December 2011, um, apart from inflation, they didn't really drop, they just kind of just you know, wobbled along there really until sort of just what's this peak here around about December 2016, 2017, okay, when they started an upward trajectory. And then we know that from December 2020, uh, which is where this graph stops, we know the prices have been on a steep incline, okay. But going back to the, what happened 2010, 2011, at the time, the Brisbane market was already on a, on, a, on a decline. And so, as I said, the flood just accelerated that. Now, the decline was happening because there was a significant cut in public sector jobs. I think it was about 50% of uh, public sector jobs were, were cut at that time. Uh, and back then in Brisbane, public sector jobs was a big part of um, em employment, a big driver of employment up there, okay? Today in 2022, we are, we're in a very different uh, situation. We have an expansion of jobs, uh, especially in the private sector, also in, in healthcare as, as well. That's not going to, going to, going to change. Um, so what I expect will happen is by the end of this year, I still will say that I expect Brisbane is going to be the top performer for capital growth um, for, for the year. Okay. However, you are going to have to tread a little bit more carefully and you're almost going to have to disregard the next, I would say, three months of reports on uh, the median price. Here's why I say that. Going forwards, what we're going to see is there's going to be almost two types of markets in Brisbane. You're going to have the, the, the suburbs and the areas that are not affected by floods. 
okay? Demand for those properties is gonna stay strong, if not even increase. Prices on those properties are gonna rise. But in the markets that have been flooded, or the suburbs, and even the streets where uh, properties have been flood affected, well, they're not gonna be so strong, all right? I mean, according to SQM research back in 2011, the average discounting on flood affected properties or properties in flood affected uh, areas was 60%. Okay, now again, I don't expect it to be that bad this time because the Brisbane market as a whole is rising. Uh, and uh, so it's a very different situation, but you are gonna see that properties in flood affected areas will struggle, properties and property prices in non-flood affected areas will continue to do well, all right? And so if you haven't been adding that level of detail to your research, okay? I mean, I know with the Brisbane market rising so strongly, a lot of investors have just almost been buying anything they could get their hands on without looking at the, the flood maps, all right? Now, if you're a client of Investment Rise, uh, we do that level of, of research for you. We will not and we never have recommended a property to anyone if it's a flood map, in, and if it's in a flood map or in a flood zone in Brisbane, it's not worth it, as you can see, all right? So that's why none of our clients have been affected by the floods uh, in, in 2022, thankfully. But you need to add that level of research if you're looking to invest in Brisbane on your own, because I think you're gonna see two types of, of market. And if you do your research, I think you're gonna be finding properties with great scope for capital growth. I mean, look, buyer inquiry is still strong. I mean, I personally know one professional investor who in the last four days has negotiated and put offers on four different properties, okay? So buyer inquiry is still strong, but at the same time, sellers are now starting to, to hesitate, right? I've spoken to um, a couple of sellers on, on deals we were negotiating, and they're deciding to pull their properties off the, the market, okay? So that means that you're gonna have now a little bit less supply Okay, so supply is gonna decrease, but even if demand stays the same or decreases slightly, the decrease in demand will be less than the decrease in supply, which means the gap between demand and supply is gonna stay strong, and I believe that will continue to drive prices higher um, over the next uh, several months. Um, Brisbane has a lot of great fundamentals going for it, but you are gonna to have to do your research and target individual suburbs and disregard a lot of what's happening in, in, the, in the media uh, and people talking about price crashes and, and everything else. It's not accurate based on the data that I'm seeing and my experience in the Brisbane market. But as I said, if you do your research, you can disregard the floods um, from a perspective of capital growth, but add it as a layer of, of research. And I still believe you're gonna find some great opportunities for both capital growth and positive cash flow in Brisbane in 2022. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays an Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay, because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income 
even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free